Talking about what's new with Los Angeles Clippers. There's always so much to discuss. Let's jump right in. It's LA Clips Forum. It's LA Clips Forum with Jesse and Brian. <laughs> I like how you backed up. Like it was going to be like super epic. And then you just came and just yelled at the mic. And I heard all that. I even felt the spit. <laughs> I. So I was getting ready to say, welcome to the LA Eclipse Forum. But you still have those glasses from the Avatar that you... you because that, right before this, uh, you know, pull back the curtain. Right before this podcast started, I was like, hey, did you know Zoom had these other weird options? And then you put those, like, what? what's the meme? Those like, glasses, those uh, digitized glasses yeah. that, like, float down and cover the person's eyes when they do something cool. And that's what I have right now, guys. So, yeah. So I, I don't know why. I feel like I'm I'm in control most of the time, <laughs> but for some reason, I saw the glasses and I I became speechless and just laughed. Uh, I'm not I'm not gonna lie. I feel like I have Kanye West aura right now. I feel pretty. I feel like the big man, big man. I, just a. Uh, uh, I'm just not super right wing. <laughs> I was gonna say I don't know if having Kanye West aura right now is is anything anybody else wants. Welcome uh, to the Eclipse Forum. <laughs> my name is Brian Andrew. That's my rotten soldier, Jesse Sandoval. How you doing? What's up, guy? guys? I am doing pretty good. Clipper basketball's back, man. It feels like forever, honestly. It. I feel like we went through an entire season and an entire off season of just like talking hypotheticals until they were. So there's no more hypotheticals anymore. And then we were able to finally see the product on the court. And it was in a meaningless basketball game. It seemed like they didn't even have set plays. They were just out there playing basketball. Uh, but it, it was nice. It, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was a nice, you know, change of pace than just, like, coming in here and pretending that we know how the minute rotation is going to go. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, our uh, our... I guess our creativity for giving you guys content was if we're going to compare it to anything, it was Jimmy Butler in the finals. <laughs> oh. Exhausted. Yeah, absolutely. Before we get it too far into the preseason, uh, we have a Patreon. We just launched it uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, right before media day, actually. So I don't know if it was a couple, it might've been a couple weeks ago, yeah, uh, like a couple days ago, patreon.com slash LA clips forum. We're going to have extra podcasts up there. We're going to have a fancy basketball league. We're not going to ask you to pay to be in this fantasy basketball league. We just want you to be part of the Patreon to be part of this fan. So I guess your fee to be in the basketball league is the $3 a month. Uh, you guys could ask us questions that we could say on the pod. So far, we haven't got any questions. But, you know, we also haven't asked people if they want to ask us questions. So. <laughs> we, we expect them to read our minds yeah. and know when we want to be asked things. So, uh, dude, I really feel like a badass with these glasses on. You look really good. Lie. You know what? Like, I I do feel like you're the number one on this podcast right now. I, dude, I'm, the, I'm the Robin. You... you... I feel like I feel like I feel like uh what's the name what's the name? bad bunny right now dude you feel like bad like bunny. On top, top of the world dude coolest guy uh coolest guy in the world um yeah uh we do have a patreon uh we welcome anyone that wants to join us and support uh we're hoping to our desire is to kind of build a community there and mm-hmm. of 
Clipper fans who are diehard, love the team, but also have, you know, other interests in other sports, whereas in like football, you know, yeah. Brian and I are football fans. We love fantasy football as well. Uh, we are also baseball fans now. I have been a diehard Padres fan for about uh, a month and a half, and I'm not going to lie. I miss – well, I shouldn't say miss. I, I missed a lot, actually, for not being a baseball fan because it's actually pretty fun. Uh, I used to talk a lot of crap. I was with Trent. Uh, I, I'll, I'll take back everything I said. It's, I used to say it's a boring sport. And honestly, good times. Good times. It, it, it's kind. It, it's. I want to say it's. It's slow, but when it gets tense, it's tense. You're you're hanging on to every pitch. You're hanging on to every swing. Yeah. And when it, especially when it's those highly competitive games. So, yeah, we're gonna talk about other sports on there. We're gonna talk about all the other Clipper rivals. It is a you know it is a Clippers Patreon, so we're not gonna just make a generic. Uh, nba podcast it's going to be about the clipper rivals um it could be about any team in the nba really but for the most part it's going to be the teams that are have the biggest conflict with the clippers at the time or have some kind of relation with the clippers at the time uh for example we'll probably talk about the suns on the next one yeah (laughs) you hate the suns you hate luca you hate the warriors you hate the lakers man this podcast is podcast patreon is for you for sure because we we i think me and you had a desire to make more content and we were like but we felt like we just couldn't release more content into the podcast world it would just be too much it would be oversaturating like who needs more of us so we felt like we'd make this pod we'd make these two podcasts put on the patreon and if you really want to listen to them you'd go go find them so yeah it's patreon.com slash la clips forum just three dollars a month and you get all the the perks that everybody else gets yeah uh, you get shout outs come on guys yeah uh we'll we'll do the shout outs later when we have uh the shout outs <laughs> we'll, we'll do the shout outs later when we have more people we're just yelling at each other uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh shout out to jesse sandoval patreon <laughs> and shout out to brian andrew patreon and that's it all right uh, all right Let's let's get into preseason basketball. I've never been more excited about a preseason game, honestly. I I'll be honest with you. I don't know if I've ever watched an entire preseason NBA basketball <laughs> game before. <laughs> like... Like, usually I'm just like, all right, it's cool. Whatever. Um, I'll check out this or I'll check out that or I'll watch a quarter because it's on. But no, I watched that entire Trailblazers game the other day, and I watched bits and parts of the Oh man, this is gonna be tough. All right, <laughs> I was not gonna attempt it. I was gonna let you. Uh, oh, you you it. know we're gonna attempt it on this podcast. Me and you've had a, over uh, a week. Let me Google fear. it right now. I, I I'm gonna pop it up right in front of me real quick. I'm gonna I'm going to try this, and you could try it too if you want. The Ra Anana, Maccabi, Israeli team. Is it, do you? Are we gonna rock with that? Uh, let me let me. I'm trying freaking. Did you just Google your Israeli team? <laughs> yeah, dude, it's like <laughs> just look at the Clippers. Uh, as as, uh, <laughs> dude, you don't want me to butcher this. Uh, Maccabi, <laughs> Maccabi, Maccabi, Ra'ana. Okay, so the the Clippers. Maccabi. <laughs> yeah, Maccabi. I think 
They they played this is Israeli team and uh they played really well. Um Sidarius, Sidarius Thornwell, former Clipper, didn't play that well. <laughs> so there you go. Uh I'm glad he's doing well. I will say it, that. It, um, do, you think, do you think he's doing well? Um Maybe not. He's in Israel. <laughs> he's playing yeah. for the Israel too. I don't know. Um, maybe he's nothing against money. Israel. Just say that. Yeah. Just saying he's playing. Uh, maybe maybe he's making good money. Hey, probably. Um, uh, so Marcus <laughs> Morris played in that game. Moses Brown, Preston, Man, Kennard, Covington, Musa, Morgan, Moon, Coffee, Boston, Williamson, and Devoe. And then basically anyone over 30 did not play except for Morris. <laughs> I believe that's what happened in that game. It was fun. It was really cool to see everyone, all, all our young guys and our back of the bench kind of players. I say, I don't know, go out there and pretty much dominate a basketball game, even if it wasn't, even if it was against a team that's not up to their standards. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um it's just good to have a run, like, just to have, I mean, I'm struggling to put words to this, but it's just good to have, you know, a game that you can just practice, essentially. <laughs> that was a practice game. That's all it was. Yeah, because uh, following the second game, I think a lot of people were talking about, like, oh, well, I, this was a little this or this was a little that. And my response to that was, well, I'm pretty sure training camp was not very competitive. I'm sure, you know, this like these preseason games are their first competitive basketball games in mm-hmm. sense to play in. Yeah, they also mentioned Paul George mentioned it in his uh, media day that, you know, they mainly focus on basically getting the vibes right, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you know, I'm pretty sure there's a couple pickup games here and there, but you know, it's not like what it is actually playing in the NBA, playing against other NBA professional teams that are trying to win. Um, it's a different different atmosphere, you know? So uh, obviously the Israeli team came to compete. You know, they weren't just there to stand around, but it was it was good. It was good to see the rookies play. Um, We're, I don't even know. We only have one rookie. To, well, I guess we had we had more than one. You're right. You're yeah, right. We, have we, 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 we ended up waving them today. <laughs> we, were, well, we, we waved uh i say like yeah i say loosely we had preston we 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 got to see preston it's basically Um, his rookie year you're right yeah because he was injured and i'll be honest i wasn't too blown away by him and i'm not trying to be harsh uh Mm -hmm. you know he did have a season ending injury he is technically this is his first rookie season uh he might have a lot of jitters or a lot of like butterflies in his stomach so it's it's hard for me to be rough on this kid. Um, it's weird. It feels weird calling him a kid. <laughs> they're, they're all young, uh, younger right. than us. But, yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping we we can see some sort of development, some sort of confidence build up, and uh, we see what the Clippers saw in him. So, yeah. yeah. I, my, And I think that's where we're at, right, is that we trust this Clippers team to kind of like – Hey, well, uh, I guess you guys see something in him, so we'll be patient enough to see that too. Yeah, but I'm all I've seen him is play some summer league basketball and so far one preseason game. Yeah, 
and the like although we try to give some respect to this 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 team that they played they're not very good and so it's one thing it's not like he played bad like if he played bad i'd be really concerned but it's not that he went out there and looked extremely special Mm. and for him to basically be the next person in line if something were to happen to uh, john wall or reggie jackson it's it's kind of like huh well what do what do the clippers see because like to me it's not that he's extremely slow but it looks extremely slow he's very methodical he's smart but like i feel like we have a lot of methodical smart players maybe when we bring in a young point guard you would think we'd want someone a little quicker and i think that's why us and we've heard some people in the Twitter spaces say like, well, they kind of prefer Xavier Moon over Jason Preston right now. But we've also seen Xavier Moon play NBA games before. Yeah. So it's like it would be unfair of us to count out Jason Preston already. But at the same time, it's like, all right, well, are you just going to be an Ontario Clippers player next year? Or what's the deal? Like, because of right now, He's not the third string point guard, in my opinion. The third string point guard's probably what Terrence Mann mm-hmm. or Lou Kennard, or we just want to have a point guard be the third string. We just rock all wings. I don't know. It's just like I just I'm just waiting for him to show me something. That's all. And I think he yeah. had like a minor injury of some sort, and that's why he didn't play in the second game. But like I hope, I, not to sound like Stephen A. Smith, but like I really hope he can get on the court and and play, you know, because like these are the moments where we need to see something, yeah. you know, or not, or he's just gonna play for Ontario for an entire year, which is fine. I think he could play. He could be a good G League basketball player. No, yeah, I definitely agree. Um, speaking of possible injuries or possible actually injuries that occur, Luke Kennard got hurt. Yeah, he got hurt uh, in the Trailblazers game. Oh, wrong game. Oh, my God. They're all merging together. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> we can move on to the Trailblazers. I feel like outside of Jason Preston, there wasn't too much to talk about. Moses uh, Brown. Coffee was good. Yeah, I was going to say, like, Amir Coffee's played well in both games. Mm-hmm. Moses Brown played really good in the first preseason game and then didn't look too great in the second game. Um, like I said, I try not to my, – my stance has always been in preseason games and summer league games is to – not like judge a player too much because they are meaningless games and this is where we're trying to get a lot of our uh bad habits out but at the same time it's like i do want to see something good (laughs) and so i want to see flashes that's what i want to see like i feel like i I just want to see flashes of oh that's that's something like for example we had keon johnson last year yeah he had a lot of flaws but we saw flashes we're like oh Mm -hmm. the athleticism's there and the defense is there, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, we can move on to the Trailblazers game. Is there anything else you want to go over in the first game? No. Um, yeah, we're good. All right. So Kawhi played a basketball game for the first time in, I felt like, 15 <laughs> years. How did it feel for you? Uh, it felt amazing, man. Dude, he looks really big out there. He looks really big. He looks really quick. It looks like he wasn't, like, you know, it looked like he never had a torn ACL ever. <laughs> It looks like he didn't even have ACL surgery. It looks like he just took a year off to go do some new balance commercials. Like he legit looks good on the court. He's cutting corners. 
He's not hobbling. Uh, <laughs> he missed a shot, and everyone in our group chat thought he was uh, wincing, and we're like, no, 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 I think he's just upset he missed a shot. <laughs> yeah, I got a little concerned there. Uh, yeah, dude, he looks like he's been eating creatine like for five days, five days straight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he looks he looks big, he looks strong. Um, I saw the mobility there. Uh, obviously, he's a little rusty, but it doesn't look like there was any setbacks. Um, so, knock on wood. It was a uh, knock. Yeah, it was a good knock. Uh, Nothing happens. So, and he's able to play the way he usually plays. So, I felt like the first unit in that game was just going through the motions mm-hmm. and they still looked really good. Like their hands were up on defense. They were getting steals. They were pushing, pushing the tempo. Uh, yes, yeah, you know, it's the first game. Some players were a little rusty. Some shots were a little short. Some shots were a little long, but. It's preseason yeah. basketball that, you know, that might carry on into the season, which is, you know, that's normal too. Mm-hmm. So I'm not too concerned about that. I, I was just like, I wanted to see like how everybody looked. Uh, it looks like I'm assuming the starting lineup for opening day will be Reggie, Paul, Kawhi, Marcus Morris. Seems like Tyler's really high on Marcus Morris. And, yeah, and Zoo. The only reason why they played Marcus was because he wasn't available. He just had a child, so right. uh, I'm pretty sure if he was there, they would have started him over Nicholas Batum. But um, mm-hmm. Nicholas Batum still looks like <laughs> he looks like a. Did you guys ever see that like robot like that shoots? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, he like has that same form as the robot, so which says a lot about his form, honestly. Because in a good um, way, yeah, that was engineered to make yeah. shots. And Nicholas Batum has the same form; it's ridiculous. He, um, he is. We have a lot of good team defenders on this team, and Nicholas Batum's one of them. Like it's oh, yeah. like sometimes you forget it. You know, you don't watch a game for a while, and you just you kind of focus on some of the other aspects of basketball, but. Rocco and Nicholas Batum's hands on defense is amazing. And I'm really looking forward to them being on this team. This is, barring any injuries, this is a really good offense and defensive-minded team Mm -hmm. on both sides of the ball. Um, And I'm looking forward to it. But you know what I'm looking forward to? I want to hear your opinion on John Wall. Well, he made a three, and, 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 and it was not just any three. His footwork was awful on it, and it was like eight feet. I'm I'm probably over exaggerating, but it was like it was not on the line. He did like this little jumping jumping jacks thing with his legs and still made it. It was, it's like one of those shots, you know, like when you feel like you don't have the strength to get it to the rim, so you kind of like you know lean with one foot forward, and you, it was one of those shots, and he made it. So. So far, so far, my 40% prediction is looking pretty good. That that jersey is going to look pretty good on you, I swear. I, yeah, that when when Jake has to buy me that jersey, and it, it's going to look pretty – obviously, it's probably going to have to be at the end of the season, so hopefully I get it, you know, by the finals or something. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, um, he, 
he pushed the pace really well. He's going to start the next game with the starters. So although I said like it looks like the opening day starter is going to be Reggie, maybe if John Wall looks really good with the team, uh, he'll get the start on opening day. Uh, I guess his tryout is against the Timberwolves on Sunday. Mm-hmm. He looked really good. He was pushing the tempo. It did look like he was kind of pressing a little bit, forcing a little bit, but I I think that's just preseason. Hey, let's see what you could do out there, kind of basketball and kind of like you know, Ty Lue's probably not going to like micromanage John Wall too much. He wants my he wants John Wall to play his game, and that's how John Wall plays the game. And obviously, John Wall, being a smart player, I think will eventually be able to fit himself into the Clippers system. I got a question for you, though. Yes. There's someone who I feel like should already be somewhat fit into the system, and he did not look very fit into the system at all, was Norman Powell. Oh, I was going to guess that, yeah. Um, <laughs> listen, I – the shots he took weren't that bad, I felt. Um, I, we had a space uh, for you guys to know that after the game, we usually, we usually have a Twitter space where – Clipper fans join us. We give our thoughts and what our concerns, and we just chit chat. It's it's really good time chit chat. That was like the most fifty uh, year old Republican thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, um, honestly, I didn't. Okay, he he was really cold, but the shots he did take, it just they weren't falling. That's what I felt. There were some shots that were good, and some shots where I was like, all right, you know, I felt like. He was driving to the basket because he couldn't make his shots. And it's like, I that's fine, but you don't have to do that on every possession. You get the ball, you know, like uh Damo brought this up in the Twitter space. He's like, you know, and we brought this up with the shorts halfway through the summer, right? We we're like, there is things that kind of make you keep an eye on maybe Norman's commitment to this team. And we're not going to say he's not committed. That's not fair. But not wearing the team gear. And like I said, like if he wanted to wear his and one gear in the summer, that's one thing. But to wear his former team's gear instead of Clippers gear, that's a, I feel like that says a lot. Mm-hmm. And then his comments about he wants to be the starting two guard and wants to be an all-star. Like, to be honest, I get that, you know, you want to you want to have that competitive drive. But it seems a little odd that like maybe that's not what the team wants and he has to get on board and the pre- first preseason games felt like he was forcing it. I don't know. I, t- I take that comment as like, this is what I hope to aspire. And even then I could flip it and say like, well, you know, he's already won a championship. He's part, he is a third best player. Like he could be going on there saying, I am going to start. I am, you know, your two way starting player. Like he could have that attitude, but instead he's taking it off as like, you know, um, you know, I hope I hope to be in the starting position. Right. And, you know, maybe that. And the thing is, like, I do believe he's going to start more games than people think he will. I think, you know, with people sitting games out. Oh, touch my mic. Uh, people, <laughs> people sitting games out and et cetera. I do think eventually it's going to get to the point where he might even lose, like, the basic uh floor you need to have a six man uh, award vote or something because like maybe he started too many games mm-hmm. you know i do think he's going to start a lot more games than people think i do think ty's going to tinker but as of right now fully healthy it looks like the plan is for him to come off the bench 
And so we'll see, you know, and I do think coming off the bench, being as talented as he is, he's going to be able to hoop. But like it just it just didn't really click in the first first preseason game. I'm not going to overreact. Yeah, that's what I'm trying not to do. Um, but but you know we're a podcast, so we need to talk. You know, I think I, <laughs> I was saying that on the Twitter space yesterday. I was like, I'm trying not to overreact, but you know what? It's 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 content to talk about, so let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah, it, we're I feel like we're harping it on harping on him more because of the fact that you mentioned <laughs> him not wearing Clippers gear at the Clippers facility. Um, I feel like it was Luke Kennard would we'd be saying like, oh, well, you know, it's just a cold night. Yeah, yeah. And hell, if Luke Kennard were uh, Detroit Pistons gear, I would have been like, you know what? It's cool, man. He, he made the game <laughs> when he shot against the Wizards. You know, Norman Powell doesn't have his Wizards moment. You know, like <laughs> once once Powell gets his Wizards moment. It, he he did fun. try to play through an injury, though. So I'll give him that. Yeah, well, he's, he's healthy now. <laughs> so... <laughs> so uh no i'm not trying to be too hard on him i'm actually very excited to see how he fits in with this team and you're I, just I, being a bully dude you just i i i feel like when wall and norman were in the game together keep in mind they probably only played three days worth of basketball together in their entire lives uh they're both kind of just pressing at the same time and i think once like norman powell realizes you know just let john wall facilitate and he'll find you and i think they'll be I think once they start to click, I think it will be fine. And I think Norman yeah. Powell is going to look really good in that second unit. Yeah, uh, but, game. I, I feel I, I feel he's going to bounce back. Yeah, it's, you know what? Uh, maybe you know maybe it took like a two weeks off from shooting the basketball before training camp, and that's this is just where it's at now. You know, you never know. <laughs> exactly. Um, another interesting thing uh, is the center position. Okay, first of all, when you said earlier too that Norman Powell thinks he might be the third best player. I would say I'd, I'd be like, you know what? A more humbling take would have been fourth because I think Musa Diabate is the third best player <laughs> on this team. But uh, continue, continue. Uh, so Moses had a great game against uh, what's Maccabi? the national team? Maccabi, there you go. Uh, he had a pretty decent game. Uh, again, he wasn't playing against the best talent that the NBA has to offer. And then we saw him against some real competition, and it was a little bit lackluster. Um, I I he, love that. I feel like not nothing on his body is going at the same time as the other parts of his body. Like it's really fun. Like he's a fun player to watch, to be honest, because he's so tall, and he takes up so much space. And I and I was watching the game and I was like, the guy has the wingspan of like two Luke Luke Canards and I feel like he wasn't really using it. Um, Someone mentioned in our Twitter space. uh, I'm sorry if I forgot who you are that like, it looked like he would, he, he went to go set a screen, but then he wouldn't like actually set the screen. He would like roll before the screen was set. And like, it did seem like at times he was like avoiding contact. I I don't know. Maybe I'm overthinking it. It's preseason basketball. Like I said, you know, we're just we're just, you know, trying to create a podcast off what we see. Um I, but, I don't think it's too much of an overreaction with Moses Brown because we 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 know the product Norman Powell. We he's been in the NBA, we know what he can bring to the table. But with Moses Brown, it's it's just a question mark. You know, he played OKC, he had one good season, and then didn't have a good follow-up season after that and was let go. And so we have a question whether or not who's going to be the backup center 
And to your comment, though, about Moses Brown, that's my favorite comment that you've ever made so far this <laughs> season. But the, the two Luke Kennard lengths. <laughs> <laughs> his wingspan is like two Luke Kennards. And I feel like, like his, uh, I feel like his arms take three days <laughs> to get up, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. Um, uh, yeah. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, which kind of creates like an interesting little thing is because we were like we've we've gone into training camp me and you both said that this is moses brown's job to lose and i'm still in that camp because he it's still it's still his lose he's the only backup center but our sneaky two-way rookie out of france musa dibate has so far had a very good summer league and a very good preseason so far yeah. And now it's looking like, you know what? Maybe our two-way player should be our backup center. And it creates a huge, like, question. You know, I'm pretty sure. Because, like, the NBA season starts in, uh like, less than two weeks now, I believe. Uh, so, I think, actually, for the Clippers, it starts exactly in, like, 16 days. So... Jeez. By next week, we're probably going to have an answer to this. The interesting thing that happened today is the Clippers cut all the rookies except for Musa, and they and they signed to their training camp Nate Darling, who looked really good for the Ontario Clippers last year. I love I love the move because I feel like it guarantees them another spot on Ontario. And if for whatever reason we have a shaky season with injuries and stuff, I really do think. Nate on a 10-day contract would be really fun to watch. He's a really good shooter. Hmm. But the other one was Malik Fitz. 6'8", plays power forward. He's not really a center, but he plays the post. He could space the the court a little bit. Is he very good? Meh. But he knows the system. He's played under Ty Lue. Not very long, but he played. He's played under Ty Lue. He's mm. played for the Ontario Clippers before, and he last year played for the Jazz and last year played for the Celtics. So he's played NBA minutes before. He kind of knows the organization. He kind of knows the system. I wouldn't be shocked. I'm not saying this is what's going to happen, but I wouldn't be shocked if we decide to not go with Moses Brown. And we have Malik Fitz and Musa platoon the backup center position to start the season. Because, I don't know, the Clippers must see something Malik Fitz that they like for them to bring him back uh, for training camp, even if it's just to let him go again. Yeah, um, Moses Brown, I, I try not to be hard on, hard on him, but all I wanted was him to just you know put your arms up. And not make a layup, <laughs> layup drill, and yeah. he struggled. It was just, so bad. Just take up space, right? <laughs> and it, yeah, I, I think you might be onto something. I think they're gonna lean to that route. <laughs> and honestly, I really love Musa. I love his energy. I love what he brings to the court. It just reminds me kind of like Montrez. It does, but this guy plays defense. 
<laughs> he, he switches on everything. Montrez Harrell. Montrez on defense. How about that? Montrez Harrell yesterday, I believe, fell out in 12 minutes. <laughs> Good times. But Musa, Musa's been switching. He's playing well. He's hustling. He's getting rebounds. Obviously, the fundamentals of the game do need to be worked on a little bit, you know, for the NBA level, you know, technique, um, possibly uh, stronger centers might, you know, be able to, you know, for lack of better words, be a veteran against him. You know, if you know what I'm talking about, like, yeah, know the game better, be stronger than him, stuff like that. But Musa looks good enough at this point that I don't mind if he was our backup center for at least October, November, December. And then after that, if he's doing really well, you take the two-way spot off of him and you give him a guaranteed contract spot. If not, if you're like, you know what, this really wasn't working, you can make a trade at the deadline or you could pick up any of these veterans. And I think that's what the whole Moses Brown thing was about. Mm -hmm. If I could uh, have a theory here. I think they looked at Moses Brown as this young player and they looked at, you know, the raw talent and said, well, what if, what do we just bring this guy into training camp and see what he could develop into? And if we really like it, we'll give him, we'll give him a spot. I think they're like, now if it doesn't work out and they don't, and they send Malik Fitz to Ontario and then they have Musa on the two way, I think they feel confident that they could just pick up any veteran that's available and just fill in. The veteran doesn't need to come to training camp. Moses is the one that needed to develop. The other vet could come in and just pick it up as as they go. That's my theory on it, and I think that's why they haven't picked up a veteran yet. But I don't know. I think Musa should be the backup center to start the season, the way he's been playing. Yeah. Uh, You have no disagreement for me. I completely agree with you. Um, and to be honest, the second, the, the, the second, the back, <laughs> the backup point, uh, oh my goodness. I am You're good. struggling with my words. Uh, <clears throat> the backup center position isn't going to make, make or break us. Honestly, it's, it's only uh-huh. there for, you know, something happens to zoo, which hopefully nothing does. I honestly think though, if something did happen to zoo, we're just going to flip the script on like what the team looks like i don't think it's going to be like a oh no now we need a center i think they're just going to flip the script on what the identity of this team is and they'll just be like, all right i guess we're forever a small ball team and we'll just have a center like make sure it's like the reason why we didn't go small in the past was because we were like well we don't want nick batum and morris at their age to be taking the blunt of playing a lot of center minutes during a regular season but now we have roko now we have a Musa. We have Amir Coffee, who looks like he's been working out Kawhi <laughs> uh, all <laughs> off season. They've been sharing creatine together for sure. Yeah, they like yeah. It looks like they're just like eating powdered uh, pre workout before every game, and then just like washing it down with like a Mountain Dew or something. You know what? I know for a fact. I don't want to take that. I know for a fact Kawhi Leonard does not drink Mountain Dew. (laughs) Someone as disciplined as that. People who drink Mountain Dew are not disciplined. I'm just going to, you know what? Kawhi Kawhi is very disciplined. And I think Amir Coffee is very disciplined too. I I shouldn't shouldn't bring him down to that level. (laughs) 
Uh, no, I absolutely agree with you. Uh, I think you have a really good take. And I honestly think that's the mindset the Clippers have. Um, and if not, there's a lot of veteran centers that can come in, just like you said, be plugged in. Yeah, like, all right, that's on Whiteside. I, I know nobody likes Dwight Howard, but Dwight Howard's there. You know, there's just – that. you know what? And knowing the Clippers, they're just going to get some random – white dude we never heard of to just like come in he's who apparently has played like eight years in the nba and we've never heard of him and then they're just gonna, he's like yep this is our new guy and then we're like oh he plays well who would have thought <laughs> i completely agree with you so uh before we head out Stephen a smith was mean today <laughs> uh what was he saying uh so you can just he's basically it. uh paraphrasing he's basically saying that just like he was hard on Kyrie, Ka- Kawhi needs to play games. And he's, I guess that means play the whole season. And I think it's uh, pretty stupid to compare the two seasons together, uh, compare those two seasons. Uh, one, Kawhi tore an ACL or, messed, or partially tore an ACL, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. It was something significant that took him out. Whereas in uh, Kyrie uh, just refused to get the vaccine. And I just don't see and understand why you're comparing the two players. It's just. Yeah. yeah. And there's plenty of players in the NBA who load manage and the teams that don't load manage, you see it in the playoffs, the teams that go extremely hard to get, you know, a lot of wins or get the higher seed, you see it. The Suns were spent by the time they had to play Luca. You know, Luca's young. He can handle it. Kawhi's in his 30s. I feel like every team that has a star in their 30s is taking games off. I play fantasy basketball. I know when James Harden, Kevin Durant, uh, LeBron James, or whoever is taking nights off. And if they are not taking nights off, it's because their team is desperate for wins. I don't think the Clippers are going to be as desperate as long as everyone's pretty healthy. So like Stephen A, Stephen A Smith, I understand you're just trying to create content for your stupid show, (laughs) but like, like, you know how the game works. Stop, stop acting (laughs) like you you don't like, if you want to act, act like an expert, act like an expert then. Like I understand for the entertainment value, but it's just, sometimes it's like, I, I, I think it's fun. But it's at the same time, it's like, hey, man, like, I understand the entertainment aspect of it, but be a little bit more credible. Like, it, it makes more sense. Where's JJ Redick when you need him? Yeah, I think you'd be rational and entertaining at the same time. Um, one of the biggest things that he said was, like, irritating was, like, we pay him to play in, in the regular season. No, we're paying him because we want a chip. And that's our yeah. ultimate goal. Um, yeah. So what does that look like? It looks like him being healthy for the playoffs. That's what it looks like. I think if you went top down from this organization to the intern for the Ontario Clippers, so Steve Ballmer all the way down to some intern for the Ontario Clippers, they're all going to say that, no, we don't want Kawhi playing the entire season. <laughs> I think I think everybody's on the same page. I absolutely like, agree with you. We don't want Paul George playing the whole season. We don't want John Wall playing the whole season. We don't want Reggie playing the whole season. Hell, we do not want 1 through 12 playing the entire season. 
if 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 Nick Batum's playing 82 games this year, something extremely bad happened. If yeah. Marcus Morris is playing 82 games, something extremely bad happened. That's yeah. why we're deep this year. That's why we're deep, right? We're, we're we're trying this approach. If this approach doesn't work, I'm sure the Clippers will change it next season. Yeah, and I and I the Clippers are getting a lot of the uh, media attention because I think a lot of analysts are aware of how deep this roster is, and they believe that the Clippers are the favorites to win it all. And I get a little nervous about that. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I, I like I, when the when the team's under the radar. You know, I I like it too, but I think it's this happens a lot. The Clippers are usually on the radar when the Lakers are not. And that's just the way it is. You yeah. know, like it should be, it should be like the Warriors, but you know, the Warriors won. So it's kind of boring. You know, you're not going to be looking too deep in how they do things, you know, but the Lakers are not a very good team. So I'm pretty sure that's like, all right, well, the Clippers have so far are 2 0 in preseason. They look pretty good. I know preseason wins don't matter. But all it shows is how deep we are because the Blazers played their starters for the beginning of that third quarter in, in that in that preseason game. And we went out there with our back of the bench people <laughs> and we've we competed. And I think like it shows how deep we are. And we looked really good in that first quarter with that first unit. Yeah. And Absolutely. our second unit started off slow. But that second unit has John Wall and Norman Powell. I am not worried about that. So I think like the fact that the Lakers had a lot of question marks going into their preseason and didn't look like those were resolved at all <laughs> in their preseason game. And ours were just like, oh, yeah, yeah, this seems good. This seems fine. <laughs> I think Stephen A. Smith had to go up there and be like, oh, hold on, hold on, Kawhi. I need you to play in every game. And I'm pretty sure Kawhi was like, no, no. Um, <laughs> sorry, I don't have the ESPN app on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's going to it's gonna be interesting. I'm looking forward to the next game. Um, yeah. I'm hoping – I really want to see John Wall in the starting lineup. It's gonna... So for some housekeeping stuff, uh, we'll probably do a podcast in the middle of the week again next week. Uh, in between the the Timberwolves and the Nuggets game because the Timberwolves play on Sunday. So I figured, you know, we would try to, we're trying to fit these in. You know, there's no point of us doing another pod before the Sunday game. So might as well do one after the Sunday game so we have something to talk about. And then we'll do another pod after the Nuggets game. And then the season's starting. And I we're gonna try to figure out if we can get some guests for the for when the season starts because I think that'll be a fun episode. I have some people in mind. Uh <clears throat> well that was our podcast. That was Daily Clips Forum. You can find our pod wherever you find our pod. Where you can find our pod wherever you find our pod. <laughs> <laughs> you can find our podcast wherever you find your podcast. Uh you can find us on Twitter at Ellie Clips Forum. And you could follow, and you could uh, join our Patreon. We talked about it for like a long time at the beginning of the pod, so we're not gonna go too deep into that. But there's two extra pods: a fancy basketball league and extra stuff in general, for three dollars a month on at Patreon.com/slash Forum. Jesse, you have any more thoughts before we head out? Go Clippers! Go Clippers! That's pretty good. Uh, we appreciate everybody spending their time with us because you could be doing anything with your time, but you're spending it with us. And uh, thank you for listening to the jingle at the beginning and staying for the rest of the pod. 
And thank you, Trent, for the outro. We're out. Adios. Thank you for joining Brian Andrew and Jesse Sandoval for this episode of LA Clips Forum. For all the over and backs, loose balls, clear paths, and tip-ins, catch LA Clips Forum every week. The podcast for fans, by fans. Clipper Nation, we'll catch you on the rebound. Oh yeah.